good welcome. And if you're hearing my voice, either by accident, on purpose, or merely bad luck, consider it serendipity. If you're expecting a traditional talk on mindfulness, perhaps you might want to exit now. Although this is a mindfulness-based podcast, we use terms such as blunt force therapy, high-impact mindfulness, decluttering, and removing the shackles that hold you back, entering a fourth dimension of existence, opening your eyes and developing sight, raising the anchor in your life. I'm looking for people to challenge. And if you're one of those people, stick around for the ride. I'm looking for people who, like Alice, go after the white rabbit to find out where it goes, to turn certainties into possibilities, to regain your curiosity, to have an open, non-judgmental mind. And perhaps you could also walk the life of fishing without bait, a life without definitive expectations. Welcome, my friends. My name is Jim Ellermeyer, and I'm a mindfulness-based cognitive behavioral therapist. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and co-producer and co-host, Mr. Mike. Welcome, Mr. Mike. I'm here with you on this fantastic voyage, sir. <laughs> Strap yourself in. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelts. Mike, uh, let's talk about the proliferation of podcasts that talk about mindfulness, self-help books, what I'd like to know, how did people lose their ability to be curious? How did people lose their ability to question? How did people lose their sense of adventure? Why do most people want to follow rather than lead? Why do we want to be told what to do, Mike? I think a lot of people are just looking for the answer. And unfortunately, looking for the easy answer. Everybody's looking for that magic pill that will make something happen, which, which, which leads to the other issues when we talk about psychiatry and everything. Have we have we lost our capability of, of free will? Have we lost our have we lost our honesty? Have we lost our our open mindedness? Have we lost our willingness to try? It seems like we uh, many have just kind of um, abandoned that for looking for that easy answer. Indeed. So, Mike, uh, you're familiar with Alice in Wonderland. I'm just saw the trailer for the next one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you hear the term "going down the rabbit hole" or the rabbit hole. What does it mean to you? To me, that means getting lost in uh, YouTube for several hours, clicking on the next video and the next video and going deeper and deeper and realizing, oh, man, I actually had something I was supposed to do that was important. Uh-huh. And how do you think how do you think others interpret when they say, oh, man, I went down a rabbit hole? Uh, just in discussion, going off topic, just in, in, in letting your mind wander away down into a certain path. Of course, and uh, Grace Slick from the uh, Jefferson Airplane and Starship had a different idea when she talked about feeding your head. However, we're going to be feeding your head, and we're going to be feeding it good stuff. So, I'm reminded, Mike, of what Alice said to the Mad Hatter upon arriving in Wonderland and saying, This is impossible. And the Mad Hatter answered, Only if you believe it is. Only if you believe it is. Of course, when someone hears the line down a rabbit hole which was uh, phrased by Lewis Carroll in his two to force Alice's adventures in Wonderland, full of metaphors and simile, a truly magnificent effort that some say was a literary adventure into nonsense. Would you like to take an adventure into nonsense, Mike? Every day, every day. <laughs> However, here in this podcast, here in our world, 
the message we're attempting to give is a message of hope to people who've placed themselves outside the rabbit hole that are trapped in their comfort zone. I'm reminded of a quote by Henry David Thoreau that I find has a great deal of meaning. And he said, Most men lead lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with a song still in them. Everyone has a song. You have a song inside you, Mike. Right. And it needs to be sung and it needs to be heard. However, most people are full of sound and fury and live lives of quiet desperation. And that's and that song's never heard. So again, I'm going to challenge everybody out there. I'm going to challenge everyone listening to what's the song in your life? If there was a song in your life, what would you sing? If you had to sing a song, if someone came to see you and they asked you to sing, what's your song? What would you say? What what would be in your heart? What could you speak from your heart? Could you could you sing from your heart? Could you put a name to it? Every single day is a day that we have choices. Choices to be honest, choices to be open, and choices to be willing to try. I'm challenging everyone out there to give themselves permission to laugh and to love and to live. Who are you waiting for to tell you that it's okay? Who do you need to give you permission? Who do you need to tell you that it's okay to look for rabbits and to follow them? When you surround yourself with people who scoff at the idea of finding the rabbit, you're you're denying your own creativity. I'm going to explore following the rabbit directly. Mr. Mike, could the rabbit explain, represent the unexplained, the new, the unknown, and to quote Captain Kirk, boldly go where no man had gone before. No man had gone before. That's, that's what I call following the rabbit hole, turning, turning certainties in, into possibilities, looking at life non-judgmentally and following it, fishing without bait. This is a philosophy of fishing without bait, following the rabbit. How many of us open our eyes, Mike? How how many of us can see when I talked in the beginning of this podcast about having sight and being willing to see? Opening yourself up to that rabbit and being being willing to follow it. So I'm sure that you've probably heard the quote, question everything. It's, it's from everyone from the Buddha to Einstein to uh, most philosophers. Question everything. Question everything. As in, in, as in in the beginning of the podcast when I asked, why are we looking for others to tell us what to do? Why are we looking for the self-help? Why do we want to follow so desperately? Could you give me a, some insight, Mike? Some people aren't great leaders. And in that case, they're not even great leaders of themselves. Talk about entrepreneurship and everything, and 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 you know, a lot of people can make their own jobs. And if I can look at it from this perspective, a lot of people can make their own jobs, but they would rather be able to just have a place that somebody tells them where to go and what to do for the day, and they receive the reward of the paycheck at the end of the day, and just don't have to worry about it outside of those 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 means. Versus, um, you know, being independent enough to work for yourself or create your own job, or go a non-traditional route. And I think that translates a little bit into how we, well, treat ourselves. We want somebody to tell us, because this life is big and scary, and we get to the point where we want people to tell us how to take care of this big and scary life that we live. Indeed. And we they are looking for a leader to tell them that. But then they lose that power to be able to 
you know, again, like we talked about how, how in past episodes, why do we listen to what other people have to say about us, their opinion about us when our own opinion about ourselves should be more important? And that's a topic that uh, we brought up in the last podcast and intend to explore, and that's emotional sobriety. Exactly. Being stable enough with yourself, being able to label and identifying, being aware of your own thoughts and feelings without having them influenced or have a template set for you by others. Mike, have you done anything recently or any time simply for the sheer excitement and adventure? Yeah, I, I, I like to just go a different route, maybe on my travels as I'm all over the city doing whatever work. I, I like, hey, let's go check out, let's go through this neighborhood, let's go through this route. I mean, something like that. Um, or check out something new, you know, uh, in the city, yeah, certainly. So I know you well, and I know that you are curious enough to follow through on a new idea or an opportunity or a concept. What holds people back from that, Mike? Fear. Absolutely. Always fear. Always fear. Fear fear is one of the one of the threads that go through go through our life and go through this podcast. And and I wanna also kind of how we've had to clarify the decision idea in previous episodes. Fear doesn't always mean I'm I'm cowering in fear under a blanket in the in my bed at night. Like fear takes on different forms, right? And and in the end the, the base element there is, is fear somewhere in the back of your head. Indeed. Indeed. So when we when we talk about people who tell us what to do, the the, the cult leaders, the uh, the the advertisers, the the media manipulators, I'm reminded by of a quote by uh, Alexandra Trenfer, who said, "The best teachers who those who show you where to look but don't tell you what to see. The best teachers are those who show you where to look but don't tell you what to see. That's I I think that's very telling." My assess my suggestion is to attach your detach yourselves from people, places, things, circumstances, and events that tell you how to think, that have an unshakable, inflexible doctrine that stifles your creativity, that stifles your imagination, and stifles your curiosity. Refer to our newest blog post with a picture of a young child. In, in awe and wonder, really contemplating and viewing what is what is a simple thing. I'm asking this to not only to you, Mike, to everyone listening to this podcast. Would you like to recapture those moments of pure joy and wonder in your life? Mike, we've spoken much about mindfulness in previous podcasts, and we're going to continue in that vein. However, in our world, we term it full-impact mindfulness living out loud, being in the moment, and having our sensors on full. I'm asking our readers and our listeners to challenge themselves. As the last few podcasts have been challenged podcasts, allow yourself permission to see, to follow the white rabbit. See where your curiosity goes without attaching yourself or sitting in judgment or predicting a particular outcome, which is truly the essence of fishing without bait. My hope is that you have a wonderful life. I do. My hope is that everyone out there listening to this podcast will also. My challenge is to be good to yourself, to show kindness to another, and remember, till all are free, none are free. Namaste. 
please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, PC.